I don't know about you, but until I changed my phone number recently, I was getting a lot of those scam Canada Revenue Agency phone calls saying I faced imminent arrest for something or other, some even in Mandarin. Um, those ones are really easy to spot, but a lot of them aren't. And this time of year, apparently tax time, of course, is prime time for scammers. Joining me now is Simone Lee. She's president and CEO of the Better Business Bureau serving mainland BC. Thanks so much for being here tonight. No, not a problem. I, I, honestly, why? I guess it, it goes without saying it's a dangerous time of year for scams, but why is that? Well, I mean, when it's tax season and you get a, a message from the CRA, you're paying more attention to it. And at that in itself will add a level of legitimacy to something that maybe generally you wouldn't pay attention to because it's just the wrong time of the year. Makes sense. Uh, their tactics, though, I gather are, although we're familiar with a lot of them, the tactics, though, you, you mentioned are always evolving. What are some of the new things we're seeing? Well, for example, that phone call you were talking about, uh, they can be quite persistent. So you don't just get one or two calls. You might get as much as five calls and your call display might look like it's coming from Ottawa. So that in itself is going to add a little bit of legitimacy. And if, if you talk to someone, they have a badge number. Uh, so it, it does sound legitimate. Um, you know, the emails that they send out where it looks like you're being told that there's a refund waiting for you. Um, in the old days, you might see things like typos in those emails. Not anymore. Now they really look legitimate. So it takes you some time to really look at what you're reading and make sure that it's legitimate. Now, of course, if it's an email and it's telling you to click something and, and provide some sort of personal information, it's a scam. Don't respond. Yeah, I guess it's all you just need to make. They can send you a thousand of these. You just have to be caught off guard once, right? Exactly. Then that's exactly it. I mean, it's a pretty cheap way of marketing if you think about it. Um, and for them, this is their business. They're trying to catch you. They're trying to catch you unaware. And they want you to provide them either with information or in those other situations, they want you to send the money. Um, so if you can just listen to your gut instinct or breathe and do some research first, that's going to go a long way into protecting you. Uh, you mentioned that online, of course, I do my taxes online now. I think we, a lot of us do, uh, but online is fertile ground as well for some of these scams. Yeah. And I mean, the good news about doing things online is that when you are filing using the CRA system, um, you can sign up for email alerts. And so that can tell you if someone has initiated something you don't know about, um, you set up a PIN. So when you're talking to the CRA and you call them using the legitimate phone number, you can be assured that um, they're confirming your identity with them. Um, the flip side of that, of course, is that when you get these emails, you have to start thinking, okay, is this from the CRA? Because they, they will reach out to you that way, but they're never going to ask you for information that way. And that's what's key. Yeah, I guess uh, another thing you mentioned I found really interesting because I didn't know about this was tax identity theft. Yeah. And so that's where people have your information. So somehow you've given them your, you know, your social insurance number. And now what they're doing is they're taking that information and either filing a false return um, with their contact information so that they get the benefit funds, or they're applying for other benefits that you don't even know about. Um, and that's in your name. And, and those kind of things can be very messy to clean up. Yeah, no kidding. Um, now that we know what the scams are, you've also in your on your webpage and in this article that was uh, produced this week, you do have a lot of tips on how to avoid being caught out. What are some of the prime ones, Simone? Well, I would start off by remembering yourself, you know, just 
a reminder that the CRA is not going to initiate with you uh, through email, uh, through text, um, you know, in some of these scams through social media. So they're not going to contact you and ask you for your personal or financial information. They're not going to ask you to pay by Bitcoin or pay by credit card. They're not going to come to your door. Those are all signs that someone's trying to use coercion or really scare you into doing something you're not going to be, you know, you don't need to do. Um, beyond that, I would suggest that you always make sure to, if you can, file your taxes as early as possible. Um, that's good because it's going to reduce the opportunity for someone else to file a, a fake return on your behalf. Um, and when you are thinking of filing your taxes and you decide you might want to get some help, make sure you use a good company. Make sure you've done uh, your research and, and you're using a company that's credible, that you've checked out. Look at the BBB.org, for example, and found out what their credentials are to, to provide the service that they're going to be doing for you. I know that you mentioned this. I always have trouble because you only file your taxes once a year. So you you, yeah. you often forget that PIN for your CRA account, right? But you highly recommend do not use a PIN that you will remember easily because you make yourself vulnerable. Exactly. I mean, here's the thing. If you start using one PIN for all your banking needs and then, you know, you accidentally give it out to one scam artist. Now, not only do you have to clean up that account, you have to clean up everything else as well. So try as much as possible to use unique passwords. You know, don't use, uh, don't use, uh, you know, pets and and things that are easily identified by your, your social media accounts. Um, because if someone is following you or watching you, um, it makes it easier for them to guess. And so you want to use something that's complicated. And, and with the CRA, you want to, you know, you want to use a very unique pin. One thing I found really interesting, Simone, is I started getting these calls in Mandarin a while back. Um, and I realized that it's not just English speaking folks, of course, that in Canada, because, you know, we live in a diverse country, that a lot of people, a lot of these calls are also targeting people who speak different languages. And what's the best way to watch out for that? Maybe educate people, um, educate people who are getting these calls in different languages as well. Well, and then that tells you something as well. I mean, really, they are targeting people who um, maybe aren't as familiar with um, Canada laws and traditions. And so being able to target certain key audiences where it might be more common to get that kind of communication somewhere for those people who don't know where to turn, um, especially to determine if something's legitimate or not. So if you are getting a call like that, um, and you know it's a scam, just do us a favor and report it. I would report it to the Canadian Anti-Fraud Centre. It's, it's their role to collect this information and work with law enforcement to shut these agencies down. I'd also ask you to report it to us. We have a great tool called the Scam Tracker Tool. It's right off of our website. And you can go there at any time and see where scams are, almost like a bit of a weather report. So you can read other people's narratives of what they're seeing out in the marketplace. And that can be a really good prevention tool. Yeah, just to remind the audience what the uh, website is. I have it just about in front of me, but I, I will let you share what the website is because I just lost uh, it. I apologize. No, that's all right. Our website is bbb.org. So that's bbb.org. And please come and visit us and we'd be happy to help you. And I guess really to, to boil it down, if you feel like you're being pressured or you feel like being coerced, my experience with the Canada Revenue Agency, they don't need to coerce you. If you get a note from the Canada Revenue Agency, you can pretty much be, you'll probably have to respond no matter what. So that really is, it's the hard sell, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, the CRA is really there 
Uh, if they do have questions, they're going to give you the time to investigate um, and do the research. So if you do get a call uh, from the CRA, then what I would say is take their information. Don't give them any information. And then using the trusted number found on their website, um, reach out, confirm that it's legitimate. And at that point, you can provide them the information they need. Simone Lees, uh President and CEO of the Better Business Bureau serving mainland British Columbia. Thank you so much for your time tonight. Have a great long weekend. You too.